0: Welcome to this week's edition of Lovers of Rabetika. My name is Con Calamaris. Thank you for listening to this podcast which comes out every uh, every Wednesday or Friday depending on how busy I am and the focus is to keep it light to introduce you to some um, uh, prominent um, individuals within the world of rebetica. And we're going to continue this uh, this week's podcast focusing on, on female women of women of Ritabetica, uh, prominent ones. And, um, in the background, you can actually hear, um, Stella Voyazzi, uh, with the song called Or Americanos, which was recorded, um, uh, in 1934, Spiros Peristeris on guitar and Stella Yovadzi. And as if, bear with me, if I'll have some information on Stella. Um, no, I don't. That's terrible of me. I will by next week. I do assure you. Now, moving on to the um, this particular track itself uh, focuses on the story of five mongers in Pira- Piraeus trick an American out of his money, leave him bewildered and skint. American, a na- and, and a naive Greek American immigrant, immigrant returning from the U.S. with plenty of cash. Let's listen to this. And once again, this particular track was recorded in 1934 with Spiros Peristeris on guitar. Can't seem to find any more information on Stella Voyazzi. I assume that probably was her um, her pseudonym. Um, this next track is by Rosa Eskenazi uh, with Dimitris Semsis on violin. They did quite a few recordings together. It was recorded in um, on the 20th of November. 1934 uh, and the composition is one of of Banayuti's tundas um, it's actually quite gorgeous uh, so Roseskenazi we have features featured before um, in past previous um, uh, previous podcasts but let's continue with this and I'll give a bit more of a backstory <laughs> let's talk a little bit about Rose Eskenazi she was born um, in the mid1890s the exact year has not been pinned down um, and her, she was famous she was a famous Jewish Greek dancer and singer whose um, recordings careers started from the 20s right up to the 70s. She was also known as the Queen of Rebetica, to be honest. Um, Eskenazi was born as Sarah Shkinazi uh, to the impoverished Sephardic Jewish family in Istanbul, in the Constantinople Vialet of the Ottoman Empire. Through her career, she hid her real date of birth and claimed that she was born in 1910. Okay, in fact, she was at least a decade older, but was most likely well, was more likely born sometimes between 1895 and 1897. Her father Avram Skinazi owned a store and a facility. In addition to Rosa, he and his wife, uh, Flora, and a daughter and two sons, uh, Nisim and eldest son, Sami. Shortly after the, the turn of the century, the Skinazi family relocated to Thessaloniki under the Ottoman rule. The city was undergoing um, rapid economic expansion at the time and the population was grown by 70% between 1870 to 1917. Avram Skenazi, father, found work in the cotton processing mill and took various odd jobs to improve his family financial standing. At the time, he he entrusted the young Sarah to the uh, neighbouring girl who tutored several local children in basic reading and writing and she didn't attend school. For some time, Sarah, her brother, and her mother lived nearby in Komitini. Rosa's mother found employment there and the, as a living maid for a wealthy family. And Rosa in, um, assisted her with the housework. One day Sarah was over, overwhelmed by by the singing of a, the Turkish of a Turkish um, owner of a local tavern. They were enthralled by her voice and immediately came to the door, expressed their wish to hire the girl to perform in their club. Sarah's mother was incensed at the suggestion that her daughter or any other member of her family would become an artist. Years later, in an interview, Rosa admitted that her time in gomidini was a turning point in her life. It was there, she said, where she decided to become a singer and a dancer. Let's enjoy this track for a bit. <laughs>
1: Που έχω καμωμένα κάνε τα χαλάλι μου Έλα το σεβδά να σβήσεις,
0: So for her early career, it was not realized um, she was not to realize her dream until after the return to Thessaloniki. At the time, the family was renting an apartment near the city's Grand Hotel Theater, and several of the neighbors um, performed there every day. Sarah would help two of the dancers carry their costumes to the theater, hoping that she would one day appear on the stage alongside of them. It was there that she finally began a career as a dancer. While still a teenager, she fell in love with Yannis. Zadnitis, a wealthy man from uh, Cappadocia's most prominent families, um, the family uh, his family disapproved of the match, considering her to be a loose moral character. Nevertheless, the two of them eloped around 1913, and Sarah changed her name from from Sarah to Rosa, the name that which she was known for throughout her career. Zadnitis died of unknown causes around the year of 1917 leaving Sarah, or Rosa Eskenazi, with a little child. Um, realizing that she could not maintain her career as a performer while raising an infant, she brought him to uh, the Tsakiris uh, nursery in the city of Xanthi. His father, his father's family, agreed to support him there. Um, and his uh, and, and son eventually grew up to be a high-ranking officer in the Greek Air Force. It was only years later that he finally reunited with his mother, finding her in Athens in 1935. Throughout her long career, Rosa developed good relations with Columbia Records, uh, Vasilis Tumalakis and Minos Matsas, who had recently founded Odeon Parlophone Records. This enabled her to promote uh, the career of many of other well-known artists, including Marika Nino. She introduced them to the uh, Musicians Union, and within a short time, they were recording with Vasilis Tizanis. In 1949, Rosa returned to Patras to obtain a new ID card. She gave a few concerts, as well as a, and, But a real turning point in career was when she met Christos Philoparkopoulos, a young police officer, almost 30 years her junior. Despite the age gap, the two of them fell in love. It was a relationship that would last in some time form, um, in, in some form, and, and and last for the rest of Rosa's life. Although Rosa had toured extensively throughout the Balkans, it was only in 1952 that she made her first tour of the United States to perform for the Greek and Turkish diaspora there. The trip was sponsored by the Parthenon Restaurant and Bar in New York City and lasted several months. This was the first of several musical tours overseas. And in 1955, Aidan Le Kuzvinko of the Balkan Record Company invited her to perform and record in, Insta- in Istanbul, in Istanbul, um, and she and uh, she was eventually recorded forty songs with them and received about five thousand dollars for them. Although this was a relatively paltry sum, she later claimed that her performance fees and trips were ten times that amount. Soon after Istanbul, she embarked on a tour for more. Uh, for the United States to perform in New York, Detroit, and Chicago. And then on the 5th of July, 1958, she married Frank Alexandra during the second trip to the U.S. The wedding seemed to have been in name only. This was necessary for her to get her work permit in the U.S. Nevertheless, Eskenazi loved America and would have emigrated there if it not for her other love, Christos Philopakopoulos. She returned to Athens in 1959 so that she could be with him. She bought him two of the large, she bought him two, she bought them two, a large house in Kikopoli with the money that she had earned in the United States, and as well as two trucks and some horses that would live there for the rest of her days.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: in later years when Eskenazi was in her 60s the music scene had changed in Greece considerably since uh, she launched her career over 4 decades earlier Spinaiko the music from Izmir and Abetigol, had declined in popularity and she as well as other masters of the genre were relegated to occasional appearances at village festivals and other small events though she did not record um, for a few, uh, she, though she did record a few songs over the coming years um, they were mainly covers of older recordings, well-known hits. They made minor recording companies. Made b- b- minor recording companies. It was only in the late sixties that there was some renewed interest in her earlier work. RCA recorded two forty-fives containing four of them, including uh, "Sabach Amanes" and violin- violinist Dimitris Maniasilas. But the release was limited. All this changed, however, with the final days of the military dictatorship in the early 1970s. Suddenly, the youth of the country developed a renewed interest in the urban songs of the past, and several important compilations were released. One of the best-known one, one best ones was Rebetiki Historia, a six-record collection of rebetical music that sold hundreds of thousands of copies. What set this decade apart from the earlier career was the widespread appearance of television. Rosa quickly adapted to the new medium and appeared on a number of shows. In 1973, she was documented in the short film To, to Buzuki, directed by Vasilis Maros. In 1976, she did a TV special with Haris Alexio, which is on YouTube. I highly recommend you looking it up, so with um, Haris Alexio. Which included interviews and songs, as well as a couple more appearances. Throughout that time, however, Rosie never abandoned her roots in the country's nightclubs, where she did weekly live shows in Familio Fem- in, in Placa. As one of the few surviving Tibetan singers, she remained active at this time um, as an artist. Musicologists began studying her, which she could, and and was deemed to be authentic. This had a lasting impact on a new generation of performers, including. Alex, Alex um, Harris Alexio, and also Gliceria. The tragedy was that while musicians and academics were intrigued by her abilities as well as her insights into the lost musical world, the general public was less enthusiastic and considered her music more curious, uh, more of a curiosity. Nevertheless, she continued to perform, given her last show in 1977, where she was at least 80 years old in in Patras. Eskenazi spent her twilight years in quiet home in Kup- Kupoli, Kupoli, can't get it out there can together with Christos. Although she was a Jew from birth, she converted to Greek Orthodox in 1976 and remained and renamed uh, Rosalia Eskenazi. <clears throat> within, within two years she began to show symptoms of Alzheimer's and would occasionally get lost um, on the way home. And in the summer of 1980, she slipped at home and broke her hip. This uh, led to three months in hospital. um, And she returned home briefly, where she passed away on the 2nd of December in 1980. And then in, in 2008, the Village Cultural Committee raised enough money to erect a simple tombstone with her inscription Rosa Eskenazi the artist that's it that's it for this week's uh episode of Lovers of Rabatica I hope you've enjoyed this insight on Rosa Eskenazi I do highly recommend that you look up on YouTube her performance with Haras Alexio. it's really um really quite special that and there's also an interview that's attached to that as well thank you once again for listening to Lovers of Revetica, my name is Con Calamaris and I'll be back again next week.